1: Jay, before we get started, I'm going to check our ratings.
2: <laughs> you think between the last time we did a podcast and this one?
1: Um, yeah, we got three new ones. And I think they were good. Okay, good. So the moral of the story is: shamelessly begging actually works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Reality Bites, it's Megan and Jay, part two of the tell all. Last night, we had made it down the home stretch, the finish line was in sight, and today we have crossed it. The race is over. Season 7 of 90 Day Fiance is a wrap
2: kind of mercifully i feel like at this point
1: yeah we were all ready for it to be over yeah, we were was all like, was. please please just let it end by now but i'll say you know as over it as i kind of was i've made it this far right because there was that part of me that last night was like i really don't feel like watching another hour two hours of this show
2: i know it was super short and it kind of was a little anti i mean it was interesting but it was a little anti
1: well they don't they only focused on three of the couples last night right really and robert just seemed to want to chime in on everything.
2: All of a sudden, Robert is a relationship expert. The
1: guy, the guy <laughs> who has probably been the biggest disaster on this show, suddenly has all the answers. It's like I've
2: been in many relationships, many of which end with children. Let me tell you what I know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please give us all your wisdom and knowledge, Robert. We're thirsting for it. Uh, let's start with Blake and Jasmine. Nothing new to report.
2: Absolutely nothing. I don't know why they held them over for another.
1: <laughs> why did we have to revisit them in part two of the tell-all? There was no new information and It was really just like, Jasmine, you claim you're not this ice queen that we all perceive you to be. Like, give us something (laughs) to prove to us that you have a personality. And she just still, she's like incapable of it, claims that it's just a finished thing.
2: I feel like they're shy shaming her. She says she's shy.
1: Do you believe that that that's the case? That after being on the show for this long, that she's still shy? Or do you think maybe the experience hasn't been what she thought it was going to be? Therefore, she's like... Like,
2: I think it's a mixture of both because, you know, when uh, they finished talking to Blake's best friend and his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. she was really quick to say, you know, with all these people looking at me and me talking, it makes me very nervous. I'd be much more comfortable I was in their position where they're basically just Skyping in and I could talk a little more comfortably.
1: Sure. OK. But at the same time, the story that we're getting from Everett and his wife hasn't changed, which is she has made zero effort on or off camera to get to know us. And the, the general sentiment, the vibe that she gives off is that she doesn't have time for us. We are below beneath her.
0: Okay, let me bring Everett and Rita in. Hey guys. Hey.
1: What was your first impression
0: of Jasmine?
3: Um, first impression, we were excited to meet her. We figured it was the jet lag. She was tired, the flight, the trip, you know, she needed to rest and catch up with the change.
0: So do you think she has tried to learn about you and become friends?
3: Um
2: not yet.
0: So do you guys think it's just a cultural thing?
2: Um I can't say cultural thing, no. Um it's just personality trait. I know my friends, because like I said, they're like family to me. I know her. I know what, you know.
0: But they don't Things seem they very are. enthusiastic about her. So Jasmine, tell folks why you're you're not this cold person that you've been portrayed as being.
3: Which is the Finnish thing. I'm, I'm like Finnish person, people are like me. I'm not like outgoing, I'm more like shy. and. Like by myself.
2: So you know what I would like that I feel like they're a little derelict in exploring is how her relationship with Blake's mom went because obviously they spent a lot of time together. And so that would give me a better insight because it might just be sometimes you don't vibe with people. Sometimes there's people you just feel like you don't want to really get to know Earth.
1: Absolutely. And I will say Everett's wife can come off a little combative. Yeah, a little catty. Little little like aggressive in the you know, what's wrong with you? Why don't what what did we ever do to you? What's your problem? Well, Everett
2: did say Hey, does she not have ears? Like, how could she not like our music? Oh, come on, Everett.
1: Yeah, Everett and Rita, who, by the way, are a beautiful couple. Yeah. Um, Just not really getting along with Jasmine. And I think you're right. If they had brought Blake's mom on and had said, you lived with Jasmine prior to them getting married. Tell us what she was like when the cameras weren't around. Tell us about some of the endearing qualities that viewers didn't get to see on the show. And then... Maybe that would have given us a little more insight because having Rita and Everett come on was not convincing whatsoever that she's not the person she's been portrayed to be throughout this season. I, I do think the point that they made though, which is we've known him for a really long time and he won't listen to anything that we have to say at this point And we know that we just hope that he's not completely blind to what's going on and is realizing that they don't have anything in common.
2: It does seem, I would also like to see what I think they should explore it. Or I guess they could. Right, re- yes,
1: exactly so show us what you guys like to do together right right tell us about when you guys go out for a date night how do you enjoy how do you spend time together on the weekends tell us about some of the fun things you guys do and see
2: i don't know if that's the show's fault or if that's you know blake's fault because it's blake he definitely takes the initiative to be like hey let's go to everett's birthday party let's go to this concert i'm doing let's go do this let's go do that does he ever say hey let's go do what you'd like to do or what
1: what does she like to do i don't nothing. know no she one. likes to do she says she likes to be by herself and do nothing she
2: likes to do yoga right doesn't she like to...
1: And meditate yeah
2: meditate and eat yogurt and berries celery
1: I don't I mean I don't know <laughs> uh but Blake and Jasmine are that couple who like I said at the very least their body language was on point like they were she had her arm interlocked right. with his and and that seemed good to me but I still look at her and I just I don't know I don't know any other people from Finland so maybe she is correct maybe it is that people from Finland are just quiet and private and shy. and But if that's the case, then why would you even agree to go on the show in the first place?
2: So that's where I was thinking about that yesterday as well. It's like, why would they agree to it? And it kind of feels like maybe Blake's like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing in LA. We need a little shine for my music group. We're going to be a young couple starting off. You know, it's going to be $1,000 each episode. You know, this might be a good opportunity. Yeah. And, and when, kind of you, when you add it off.
1: up. I mean, there were 13 episodes and two parts right. to the tell all. So that's $15,000 if, in fact, they get paid $1,000 an episode. And I think it's a little bit more at this point.
2: Right. And he's already living with his brother. She's living at his mom's house. So it's not like they're spending a lot of money, like on rent and stuff. So that's money they But can... they're
1: married now. So they are living on their own, we assume, in that apartment.
2: Right. But I'm saying that fifteen thousand is a a nice little nest egg to kind of start off.
1: Right, and as far as we know, their record label isn't isn't (laughs) turning out the hits. So like I don't know how much money they're making right. at their record label. Uh, no offense, Blake, but yeah, I just you're right. If it if it's to me though, doing a show like 90 Day Fiance isn't worth it if you're just in it for the money because it's not enough money for the scrutiny that you put your relationship under.
2: And well, we see they're probably the most vocal about how it has cast them in a negative light. And so like we've been saying right now, this might have been kind of a proof of concept of oh we tried this, oh we really hated this. Now we're kind of regretting that we did this even if we did get some money because people are looking at us like i'm a ice queen jerk and yeah. a herb
1: yeah and we interviewed i don't remember if it was danielle or molly who are former 90 day fiance cast members and one of them made that point and said you don't come on this show for the money because there's not enough of it to make it worth it right But if, in fact, he was like, oh, maybe this can be some exposure for my music, maybe it can be a little bit of money, I don't know, maybe with her trying to be an Instagram influencer or whatever, she's... Posting on social media, maybe she thought, oh, that can elevate my status on social media. Which, right. you know, the more followers you have, I guess, the more money you get paid for promoting things on Instagram. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be worth it to me. And I would be curious to ask them now: Do would you do it all over again, or do would you say mm, not for us? I'm
2: feeling Jasmine is definitely out. Yeah, I have a feeling she's definitely out.
1: All right. So the other couple that we talked to a little bit more last night, Angela and Michael. And again, what I said on the last episode, I will say again, when it comes time to check in with other people who made appearances on the show, that to me, after I actually watched the scene, I was like, I think this is completely staged. The fact that they were those three guys sat there and it was their reaction to her the way they were like giggling and laughing the whole time, because if it were me and my friends and there is some person on a screen standing up and yelling, the look on my face would be a little bit more like, is this really happening? If if in real life, I think... they were brought on specifically so that she could have an outburst she knew all of this was going to happen and she did what she does to stay relevant on the show absolutely and I don't think she cares because Angela was the one who used who was on a former episode of Jerry Springer she is okay with doing things for sensationalism
2: I mean she started off I mean and we kind of anticipated it was going to go that route regardless of if she did start off but she started off by being like hey goofballs you guys have been going back and forth
0: about this for a long time. So what is it that you guys have uh, against Angela? We've
2: been supportive with, uh, with this relationship with Angela. But along the line, Angela changed.
0: Because you're always in our business.
2: Hello, pumpkin, pumpkin. Pump your mug. Y'all pumpkin. have never
0: been his friend. And if I would have been there and you called me trashy, bitch, there would have been more than a glass flying out and speaking of trashy, I'm the classiest, trashiest bitch you'll ever meet. Remember that <laughs> baby. And I own that.
1: Right What'd you
0: say? Call me trashy face okay, to face.
1: i call you trashy, I'll call you phone uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Bitch, Give me a break. You know better. You know better, mom there. Y'all yeah, have nothing to play with. You I don't even know you. Oh, what are you Angela. gonna listen? You're gonna stand up, Angela. sit your damn broke ass down. Angela. Sit down. I you got this trashy <laughs> bitch. Remember this, baby. Now go giggle your ass, cut him off screen, or I'll walk out this. I'll put you on this bitch and I'll take you off this son of a bitch.
1: Cut him off or I'll walk out this and you'll walk out too. Michael, Michael, Michael. Let's go, Michael. Even the host, Michael, 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 I mean, it just the whole thing felt really fake to me. And I guess it's possible that they edited some things out so it looked like she was fine one second and then exploded, went from zero to 60 and went to that place of kiss my trashy white ass you know what I mean but I think she was performing I honestly believe that that was 100% like listen we're gonna bring him on you know what we what we love about Angela is this unapologetic woman who isn't afraid to stand up for herself and i I believe that it was like, this is your moment to be Angela. and
2: Yeah, and that whole tirade about, well, if they're not off the screen, we're leaving. Well, last tell all, you did leave, and it wasn't a problem. So, well, all of a sudden, is this the tell all where you have to be here?
1: And her whole, like, I brought you into this. I'll oh take you gosh. out of it. I hate it when people do that. Yeah. Because it's very, like i made you i can break you which come like this is 90 day fiance angela and the goofballs have not exactly made it so there's nothing to break right. just so we're clear and maybe that's just a fundamental difference between me and angela is that if if someone really actually called me trashy on a tv show and i'm sitting there i'd be like you know i i understand that i'm from a small town in georgia mm-hmm. and if that is your perception of me like I would like an opportunity to prove to you that I'm not a trashy person, that that I legitimately care about your friend, and that we are are very serious about building a future together. It wouldn't be to like fly off the handle like right. that, but again, I'm not Angela. But
2: even if you were to get upset, like the level we've always said it, the level that she goes is far up and above and beyond like what any kind of rational person would do. Like other totally. people, other people on the show have been insulted somewhat.
1: And, and- We'll get defensive. And
2: they'll get defensive.
1: And we'll stand up for themselves and answer back. But
2: they're not up there, like, you know, like, smacking their butt, like, you can kiss my blah, 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 and I'm out of here.
1: Which is why I suspect that the whole thing was just for the show. Right. And I and I have a feeling that they had kind of already talked about how they were going to play it out, because even Michael, like his response to it that was super weird. Was like, super weird. Come on, Michael,
2: let's go. And like, where Michael where's was- he going to go? Like, <laughs> right.
1: you just want him to leave the room or what? Like,
2: it was much like the camera incident with the porn star and in the tell all with Annie and uh, Robert, where he's like, oh, let's turn this camera off now. Oh, we can't yeah, talk yeah. about it. And yeah. it's kind of like, what are, you, what are you doing?
1: Right. And to pre-orchestrate Close something like that. What? <laughs> And if that is the case, if in fact it was all staged, then Angela might be the smartest one on this show Uh, because her outburst was the most memorable thing about the whole tell all.
2: And I mean, she's been on 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days twice. I mean, she's coming up for a fourth season like she has persisted throughout so she might be
1: yeah she might have figured out cracked the code the longevity on 90 day fiance code how you can keep yourself on a show like that because again we've had questions about her finances all season long and if she's done this show now coming up on a third fourth time you know she's coming up on
2: at least 45 grand fifty
1: thousand right. dollars which 15 grand to film a season isn't a lot but when you're talking about fifty thousand dollars up
2: over time you know she's still working so this this is probably what's supplements her trips to Nigeria most likely
1: and the botox and those weird burn <laughs> IPL laser treatment burns on her chest and i i feel like we might be getting swindled by angela the same way i think darcy gets over dramatic and she drinks too much and she cries in every episode because she just wants love and why doesn't anybody love her that's what keeps us wanting more from her as annoying as it is i think Angela is doing the exact same thing and we judge her inaccurately because I think she's playing the game and I think she's just playing along almost like she's a character and she's playing a role on the show. Just a suspicion. Just a theory. That being said, you know, these relationships are real. If she if what we heard is true and she went back over to Nigeria and married the guy, she's she's now married to him. So there's a certain degree of acting and playing into the storyline, I think. But the thing that I always go back to that I love about 90 Day Fiance is that these are real people and real couples. Right. Absolutely. And last but not least. Oh, boy. OK. So we pick back up with Mike and Natalie. And they, this is just like beating a dead horse at this point. They won't stop alluding to something. What is it? Just tell us what happened. because It was a
2: betrayal.
1: The, p- making these leading statements. and But I won't say anything else. And it's like, OK, this is getting old. Like I almost don't even care what happened at this point. (laughs) Mike
2: knows what he's done and it's bad enough where I won't talk to him, but I won't tell you what it is
1: and that has got to be one of my pet peeves Like I know something you don't know But I can't tell you or I won't say it's like well You can't dangle the carrot like give us the stupid carrot tell us so the big secret is that
3: There were some moments he hurt me a lot uh, And Michael knows what was the moments. I'm not gonna discuss it here I have feelings for Mike, but let's say I love myself more. You were engaged to Mike, you were going
0: through the K-1 visa process. When you started that process, did you love him? Yes. So are you saying that
3: you fell out of love? There were different moments that happened between us. And it kind of pushed me away a bit and made me think. Mike,
1: tell us what happened. What did you do? Okay, so at this point, we finally get the story. Mike's best friend was getting married, and the night before the wedding, he was supposed to stay at her house with her and her soon-to-be husband. The night before the wedding, the soon-to-be husband decided to go with his friends, so Mike stayed at their house, said that he slept on the couch, then called Natalie and said, by the way, her husband never came home, so I just stayed on the couch. And Natalie got upset because he spent the night in the house with... With his best friend, who is a female, just the two of them alone in the house, and she doesn't even really know what happened. But apparently, Mike's best friend and Natalie wound up exchanging messages and going at it on Facebook. Now, keep in mind, this happened a year prior.
3: I called Natalie. It's not true. What? We cannot talk because it's not uh, true. It's not uh, true? It's no point to talk. You're thinking he was cheating. with the woman who was getting married the next day oh if he tells you some details you would understand she got mad at me that i stayed nally was pretty much assuming that we slept together and then they went at at each other's throats michael you were with this woman by you but only you and this woman why you lied to me why you said her husband is going to be there because her husband husband was was supposed to be there. there i didn't lie i i didn't i that was the plan that was the plan he was supposed to be there i didn't know he wasn't i would never wake up in the house with the man and only me and this man in the house. I would never do this to you. Never. No matter what you say
1: me, it's friend or not friend. Why, why yeah. you said uh, was there. Be there.
3: except for him. He
1: never was there.
3: Hey, I told you that. I didn't lie
1: to you. This is not new information to Natalie. This is something that she has known about all along. Here's what my theory on this whole, you know, oh, I have to let everyone know that there's more to this story now. Right. When Mike went to Kiev, showed up in the Ukraine at the beginning of this season, she already knew that information. It had already happened in the past. And if you'll remember, when he arrived, she was in a great mood. She Mm -hmm. was happy to see him. My love. No problem. They get up the next morning. They talk about babies. Mike says no. And here we go. Things start to take a turn. Right. So all of a sudden, this trip, nothing pretty much goes her way. Mm. And I suspect that her, like, oh, never mind, then if you're not going to believe what I believe and you're not going to give me a baby right away and you're not going to conform to how I want you to do things, then I'm going to have a change of heart. But I'm going to use this excuse about what happened a year ago because otherwise.
2: How did it even come up? Like, how would something that happened a year ago that you guys have maybe not settled on, but, you know, at least it's not not in the forefront of your interactions on a day-to-day basis all of a sudden during this trip just become reignited
1: all of a sudden that's the real issue here that you can't trust him and he betrayed you but again leading up to him coming back Washington
2: it was all heart-shaped signs and and, and kisses
1: until she wasn't getting her way and decided that she was going to try to punish him and withhold her affection and try to you know all of a sudden it's like oh well you know what you did you know that there's there's something else and I'm not going to say any more details and it's like "Mm, I'm not really buying it right that being said I don't know if I could continue marry someone who thinks that aliens are gods (laughs) (laughs) so we
2: revisit this. <laughs> the, the possible cheating scandal, notwithstanding the aliens. That might gods.
1: be the deal breaker for me. I think at that point I'd be like, mm, you know what? Like-
2: I mean, I laugh about it, but I'm surprised that it's not a deal breaker for her because she is very, very, you know, religious. She's definitely very much in her belief system on God yep. and Christianity. Yep. And so usually people, you know, who have it, whether you're Muslim or Christian or Buddhist, when you have your certain belief system, someone who believes something that's so far away from where so you
1: are. So out there. So
2: out there are you like uh
1: like i could forgive the slicked back hair (laughs) i could forgive the debt i could forgive the possible infidelity i could forgive the atheism i don't i mean i don't have a problem believe what you want to believe you don't believe in god that's fine but that The aliens thing to me is where I go, hmm. It's just
2: weird. Just odd. At social interactions with other people, it's weird. Like when they showed the clip again of him meeting her friends and he's explaining the alien thing and even the panel's just kind of like, oh, oh, aliens. Oh, okay.
1: Ah. Okay. mm -hmm." Wow. And... (laughs) He doesn't do himself any favors when he tries to explain and justify his beliefs any further. I would be like, yeah, I just believe in aliens. I believe that there could be life out there, like if that were my belief. But he he goes on to like, well, I think aliens are gods and I think they're way smarter. They're highly. And I'm like, okay, now this this is different level of. And
2: the thing, the way he says it, you know, there has to be more to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We're just scratching the surface of his belief system. And I wonder if there's more like involvement So far as him and the aliens and the beliefs
1: like date night on a Saturday, we're putting on our tinfoil helmets (laughs) and we're going to go run around in the desert looking for UFOs. Like, I don't want to do that with you. Right, I don't feel like it's (laughs) just something
2: that, you know, like, oh, I kind of think that, you know,
1: just a general belief is different than an obsession with something that you have spent. Hours and hours of your time having conspiracy theories about and watching these UFO documentaries. And I, I, you listen, I, Mike seems like a nice enough guy. The good news is they left off on a fairly positive note which the way they ended the season his energy was really shut down and closed off even when we came into the couple's tell-all he was like he's one of those people that cannot hide his emotions he absolutely cannot just sitting there like with the with the head to the side and the shoulders kind of hunched forward and
2: Man Like, old oh, girl's really good about Natalie's very good about, you know Kind of being whatever mood she needs to be in at the moment Like, she can turn it on and off pretty quickly
1: Yeah, I mean, she pretended to be relatively calm and level-headed last night right. I mean, with the exception of the getting emotional right. Which, listen, this happened a year ago Like, all of a sudden you're crying about the betrayal Which, the do betrayal. you think that's a betrayal? I mean, so- is it appropriate? No, absolutely it's not appropriate But, like, if he's telling the truth and the three of them were supposed to stay at his best friend's house because Mike was her man of honor. And then her soon-to-be groom just doesn't come home and decides to go stay with his friends. We don't know where this wedding was taking place. What if it was out of town and Mike didn't have anywhere else to go? And again, she made it sound like there were other details which do seem to incriminate him and suggest that something inappropriate did happen. Yeah. He says nothing happened. And I feel like they could have clarified a lot of that you because I do want to know more about this message that she supposedly got from Mike's friend. Right.
2: They cut her off when she was saying it, and then they never went back to it. It was just kind of like, oh, well.
1: Like, hello, can you at least tell us what the message said?
2: So, I think that would uh, that would hold a lot of weight into how the situation actually went. Sure. I mean, there is a possibility, you know, that he did cheat on her. I don't necessarily think that that is what happened. I mean, I can very easily see The
1: him. night before this chick's wedding? Come on.
2: Oh, well, you don't know if they were drinking. You know, sometimes best friends have always... Kind of wondered about the other i mean it's i think it's a possibility i'm not saying that it's i a, think
1: it, sure anything's I, possible
2: i generally don't think that it did happen but i could see how i know that you know if it was me and my wife she'd be pissed if oh, i was of course. like oh spent the night at my best friend's house it's just a girl who i know forever and but nothing happened she'd be like okay yeah
1: and her soon-to-be groom was supposed to be there but he didn't wind up coming home so right, it was like, just oh, two of us
2: convenient. and i'm sure if it was flipped i'm sure if she spent the night at somebody's house yeah. some guy's house and yeah. he found out I'm sure Mike would not be too happy about it either so I can understand that but for it to be a year ago and for it to still be this much of an issue
1: yes but again I don't think it is I think that was her excuse right. for her behavior right. and it's like oh then now maybe people will side with me a little bit more it's if, like, if no I baby. share this she's getting
2: upset he doesn't like to work out she's getting upset he doesn't believe in the same religion even though I'm trying to get him to she's upset okay well you know what now I'm upset because you might have cheated a year ago, possibly even because this
1: incident happened. And as much as this season felt like dying a slow death, we ended last night with psychic Angela <laughs> claiming that she has psychic powers and abilities. Predicting that things are going to be okay between Mike and Natalie, and we end with him on a hopeful note saying that he wished he could go over there, buy a ticket, get on a plane, go see Natalie, hug her, and just, I guess, pretend like crazy Natalie is not a real thing, and just easily forget that he's about to wind up with a certified nut job. <laughs>
2: I mean, but is he so far off with the alien? No, I
1: think actually they're probably perfect (laughs) for each other at this point. And the good news is we are now done with season seven of 90 Day Fiance. Like we said on the last podcast episode, a new season of Before the 90 Days is going to kick off this Sunday night. And this season looks good.
2: It is. I'm excited about
1: this. Five star reviews. Five star reviews. (laughs) Find Reality Bites on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts And don't forget to rate and subscribe.